Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of Two Dudes and a Nest. Hope you guys enjoyed our first episode about Super Mario Brothers. Today, we're going to talk about one of the old classic gems from the 80s, Pac-Man. Uh, here with me today, of course, is the uh, the man himself, Michael. <laughs> Michael. My- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't think. I tell. I, I couldn't think of your yeah, name. No, I tell the listeners Michael because I prefer Michael, but for some reason you're a jerk and you always call me Mike. So. Right. Well, yeah, I shortened it and then I just lengthened it out. So anyway, Pac-Man. We're gonna talk about Pac-Man today. Hopefully, we got some high scores from you guys. We'll talk about it a little later, and uh, everything Pac-Man related. So. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, Pac-Man and what uh, the history of Pac-Man. Yeah, sure. Uh, Pac-Man actually is the year is 1980, all right? And the arcade is full of, you know, laser shooting aliens and all this stuff. And then, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I, I guess it was nothing. <laughs> did you, uh, did you email Pac-Man? Tell him that- oh, shoot. Oh, no. Uh, uh, hey, Pac-Man. Hey, Pac-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey. Um, uh, did you not get the email uh, that we sent you? Yeah, the... we were trying to want to cancel after the whole Mario fiasco last week, Pac-Man. Uh, ooh, who calm down. down. <laughs> it's okay. Man. It's uh, you know, we just, we just, you know, we didn't think a guest was a good idea because the Mario thing kind of blew up in her face. We like you, Pac-Man, but just we didn't want you on the show this time. Oh, just we still love you. I mean, uh, yeah. Don't get all sad on us. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you on a show some other time. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you later, all right. Pac-Man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man would be a good uh, would be a good person to have on the episode of like Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would somebody get him on that show? Yeah, Not you could our. just give him one of those big nuggets, and uh, he's going to find those ghosts. He's hungry. Yeah. Anyways, back to the history of Pac-Man. So the yeah. arcade was full of, you know, arcade 
laser alien shooters. You had Space Invaders and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden comes on the scene this little yellow guy that eats things. <laughs> and it right. just kind of completely changed the game, and everybody thought, well, I guess it doesn't always have to be about al- shooting aliens, you know? Right. So it blows up, right? And it, in the first year, it sells over 100,000 units. Of course, we're talking about arcade machines here. Cause, and this is 1980, too. This is not like today. Right. I mean, this is... I mean, the arcades were big in the eight, in 1980, but they Not were just 90s kind of, big. 90s right. were like the arcades. Right. So, anyways, it comes out and it's it's got a nice run, and so Tengen. Whenever the okay, we'll, we'll fast forward to the NES days because we're talking about NES. We don't want to get mm-hmm. too much into uh, the history of the arcade because that's not what this show is about, but. So when NES comes around, this, a company called Tengen, which actually I think is a uh, is a child company of Atari, so I think they're actually part of Atari. But they um, they get the go ahead from Namco to release Pac-Man here in the United States on the on the NES. The, I think I, somebody will probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the Famicom actually had. A port by Namco already, so Tengen just took that port and put it in America. Yeah. But the funny thing about that is, is uh, Tengen, they had like this big licensing battle with Nintendo, mm-hmm. so they took the all these Nintendo games that they wanted to release. And at first, they kind of did get a license from Nintendo, but they didn't really like the license. So the whole time, they're figuring out how to kind of circumvent Nintendo's uh, lockout chip or whatever that made them uh-huh. you had to have the Nintendo cartridge. Right. Eventually, they do, and that's why you see all these weird black cartridges with this gold uh-huh. label, because that's all the the uh, Tengen uh, versions of games. That's the version I had of Pac-Man. Yeah, I've black. actually got the, I've got the licensed version. Right. Still, still the Tengen version, because there actually was a Namco version released later in the life cycle uh-huh. of the of the Nintendo. But yeah, I uh, I had the black the black version, still do. Uh, so I don't know why I'm saying had, but uh, it uh, yeah, I, I just remember as a kid thinking like, well, that's a that's a cool game because it's weird, it looks yeah. cool, it's black. I mean, there wasn't black anything and it's sleek, about it. it's aerodynamic. Yeah, there wasn't anything different about it. It's just, uh, I mean, I guess maybe one of them said licensed by Nintendo on the start screen or something, but there really wasn't anything different about the game. No, there wasn't really anything different about it, but uh, other than the looks. And for a uh, a young me, like a seven-year-old me, that made a big difference in my outlook on games. Yeah. Like, I'm going for the black cart. Same here. And actually, there, there was a question... That somebody asked us on uh, on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it was from Aaron Hickman. So we'll go ahead and instead of waiting for the feedback section, we'll go ahead and ask now. Or he wanted to know which part or which version of Pac-Man we liked the best, and he said he thinks that they're all the same except for the looks of the cart. Which there's two different box arts. There's the yeah. actually there's three. There's the that there's two different Namco, or there's two different Tengen, and then there's the Namco. Right. Uh, I guess 
I would have to just go for nostalgia and say my favorite was the 10 Gen Black Cart. I, I think mine was too, but I like my favorite box art is probably the 10 Gen that's the, not the Black Cart. It's got the Pac Man running away from the ghosts, and he's got with this. hat. <laughs> did I say Pac Man? <laughs> no, I said with the hat. With yeah, he's got the he's got the hat, and he's like, he's got the red gloves. I, I just think it's hilarious. His hat's about to yeah. fly off. It's like Pac Man for a second becomes a bandit. Is he a bandit? <laughs> what is Pac Man doing? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the ghosts are actually the good guys, and Pac Man's trying to steal all their little pellets. That could be true. Could be true. Yeah, he's still in the treasure, and they're the they're the haunts that uh, try to keep him from stealing the the treasure. Right. Um. Yeah. So let's do a little bit of trivia on Pac-Man. I know you know some things, I know some things, mm-hmm. but let's try to find some things that maybe people don't know. So I want to ask okay. you, how do you know how many dots are on each level? Oh, not, in, not, in, not including the power pa- pallets. Not including the power Well, I know yeah. there's... There's four of them. That's, four of those, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to say this, I don't know. 240 on each nice. level. Nice. There are 255 uh, levels. Actually, there's 256. Do you know Do you know the 256 level is unbeatable, or basically unbeatable. Do you know why? Why is that? Because on 256, there's a glitch in the game where half the screen is covered up with just junk. Oh, I see it. I, I just now pulled it up. Yeah, I see that now. It's cool. So you can still play it. But you, in order to beat it, you would have to know exactly what to do and not and be able to avoid the ghosts without seeing them. And it's just, yeah, it's impossible. Huh? That'd be interesting. I've never made it that far. <laughs> you haven't? No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay now let, let me ask you a question. All right. All right. What president wrote a letter to a young boy who, uh, at the time in December, well, I won't say the year because I'd give it away. Uh, had broke a worldwide record of 6,131,940 points. What president wrote a letter to an eight-year-old boy congratulating him on that? Six million? Yeah, and it was a score only possible if he had passed the unbeatable split-screen level. So this eight-year-old boy had beat the split-screen level. Um yeah, because I was always under the impression that the because I'm looking here on Pacman.com saying that there's a perfect score and it's not six million, but maybe there is a perfect score if you can get past 256. There's more. Well, there was a well, it may not have uh, actually happened. It just says that the that the boy claimed to have got this. Oh, okay, score. I got you. Well, uh, and it's it's only unbeatable. It was only this score was only possible if he made it past that level, but nobody has ever displayed the ability. So he's never actually displayed. Oh, he's never. I got you. Let's see. I'll I'll guess uh, Clinton. No, it was uh, Ronald Reagan, December 1982. That was going to be my second guess. Pac-Man lover, (laughs) Ronald Reagan. Well, I guess that brings up another thing. The 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 maximum possible score, according to Pac-Man.com, was was made was done by Billy Mitchell. Of course, the infamous Uh the infamous Billy Mitchell. Um. It was 3,333,360 points. And that's supposedly the maximum possible score. Do you know how long it took him to get that? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. Six Uh, hours of straight play. 
That's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> Billy Billy Mitchell from Hollywood, Florida, uh, actually offered a hundred thousand dollars in nineteen ninety nine to anyone who could pass the sprint screen level before January first, two thousand. No one claimed uh, the prize. So hundred thousand dollars. There was another guy who actually got that same perfect score that Billy Mitchell got, and he did it faster than him, but I can't remember his name, and it's not listed uh, here. So. It's uh, David Race of Beaver Creek, Ohio, as the sixth person to achieve the perfect score. His time of three hours, 41 minutes, and 22 seconds sets a new record for the fastest time to obtain a perfect score. Hmm. So it's interesting that the boy in 1982, he was an eight-year-old boy, Jeffrey R. Yee, Claimed to have got this, and then uh, Reagan wrote him a letter. It was like all excited, like sweet, kids, kids <laughs> awesome. And everybody's like, wait a minute, man, probably didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, Reagan, what, what what Re- did Reagan ask for the letter back? Can I have my letter back? I think Reagan <laughs> just quit. He's just saying hey, whatever. He probably sent him another letter. He's like, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Sorry, my good name. Oh, man. Okay, so everybody knows the uh, the names of the ghosts probably here in America. Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde. Mm-hmm. But do you know their behaviors? I mean, they all had distinct uh, behaviors. One followed you. Yep. It was a shadow. It's like, that's Blinky. Yep. One was really fast. Uh, that would be Speedy, Pinky. Yeah, and Pinky um, also... Uh, Try to take a roundabout way to pa- a roundabout path to surprise you. Mm-hmm. So the blinky yeah. pinky combo is pretty rough combo there. I would say that probably Pinky got me more than any anybody. Uh, Inky, which is bashful, um, probably just useless, uh, and because he just runs away from you. Yeah, it says uh, here he has random movements. Yeah. So. And Clyde, who is a slowpoke, which is just kind of interesting that they made the guy named Clyde, the one that doesn't have a rhyming name, the slowpoke, the slow guy. So yeah, and on, oh, he's, he's the idiot. On here it also says that Clyde likes to wander off, which makes him less of a threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like, well, you know, what they're, they're like thinking of the names, and they're like, you know, I just imagine like, uh, let's say it's like Blinky, Inky, and Pinky. Now we need another, like Inky, and then somebody's like, so, no, Clyde. Somebody, <laughs> Clyde. <laughs> First, there's there's somebody's like, uh, how about Slinky? And they're like, no, not but Slinky. Can't do Slinky. It's copyrighted. There's toy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, well, I got a brother named Clyde. Yeah, <laughs> Clyde will work. <laughs> Clyde. Yeah. But more interesting is the original Puckman in Japan. Uh, the names, I like the names over there. Of course, I can't pronounce the Japanese, uh, names. But, they're, uh, Chaser, which was Shadow. Ambusher, which is pretty cool for, uh, Pinky. But then, uh, Inky is named Fickle. And then Clyde, more appropriately, (laughs) named Stupid. (laughs) Just stupid. Poor Clyde. Yeah, it's a stupid one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the funny thing is, Puck Man. That you know when they, you think it was called Puck Man. Uh huh. 
and uh, so when they brought it over here, you know, obviously you can have something that has a P-U-C-K in front of it. Because <laughs> you put yeah. that in an arcade, any guy with a knife is going to scratch out that part of the P, and then all of a sudden you right. got a really inappropriate yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, talking about, uh, you were you were going to talk about the original Pac-Man and how it came about, and how Japan, the inventor, like wanted to base it on uh, eating. Yeah. So uh, you were telling me about uh, what was that about the he wanted to model the game after eating. Yeah. Well, he was. Uh, I read that he. I think he was in some magazine interview or something, and I read that I read, and he said that. At the time, he saw nothing but, you know, laser alien shooters around, and and he he thought, you know, I want to make a game for women, so I'm <laughs> going to make it about eating. <laughs> so, well, that's kind of that's offensive. That is offensive, but that brings up another good point. I actually think we can blame Pac-Man for the obesity epidemic in the United States because and Japan, Japan in general, because they sent this game over here and made us all fat. And you, the, we had the rise in obesity starting in the 80s, culminating now, and uh, it's all because of Pac-Man. Everybody's like, man, look at that guy go. He's just eating and eating and eating. Maybe I should do that. It's all a part of their plan. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Speaking of eating also, uh, do you know where the term, the Japanese term Paku Paku Man or whatever, I think his name was like Paku Paku Man? Yeah. Yeah, that that term actually comes from the Japanese sound for munching. <laughs> Is that the sound they make when they eat? I, I guess. <laughs> What's the word? I guess it's the word for the sound of munching. Uh, okay. Okay. So. Well, that's more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to offend our Japanese listeners out there, Justin. Our our one. Yeah, I don't think we have any. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Also speaking of food, the creators came up with the idea for Pac-Man after he ordered a whole pizza and took a slice out of it. And he looked down at it and he's like, hey, that looks like it'd be good for a video game. Uh, to be back there in those days, it's like, God, it's the simplest thing. Oh, pizza, pizza missile based. <laughs> Can you imagine if like a, the new Call of Duty game or something is like, you know what? Let's put a bad guy in that's a pizza missing a slice. Yeah, yeah. I got inspiration from this pizza. <laughs> it's just round. It is. It goes back to like the whole idea that it's all just fantasy, and uh, you know today everything's real life, real life, real life. Even the fantasy games like Batman, you know, everything's just real life. Back then, you had a plumber jumping through pipes. You had this circle guy eating dots, getting chased by ghosts. Um, it's the Definitely a different dynamic back then. A lot of the games back then almost seemed like they were just made on acid trips or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just so right. random. Right, right. Um, now, uh, Pac-Man, one thing I think about when I think about Pac-Man is pizza places. Seems like every pizza place in the 90s, early 90s, when I was going around as a kid, had a Pac-Man and it was like the Pac-Man where you sit down is like a table. Yeah, it was a cocktail game. Cocktail game, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they call them. Um, yeah, actually, some listener, one of the listeners actually commented on that and said that that's what they remembered most was going to like Pizza Hut and yeah. sit, sitting down and playing them there. Greasy but, handles. 
Crazy handles. Yeah. That's all that, that's all that amounted to. It's hard to get a high score when your hand keeps slipping off the uh, joystick. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also uh, Pac-Man. Well, for one thing, Pac-Man was rewarded by the Guinness Book of World Records as the most mm-hmm. successful coin-operated game. So there's that. Yeah. And then uh, the, here's something I found really interesting. You know, you know how big, like how large of a file size Pac-Man was. What do I have? Okay. So take think about this. The average song, like MP3, uh-huh. is about four megabytes, right? Right. And like a one-minute YouTube clip is about two megabytes. Yeah. Okay, well, Pac-Man is, if you know anything about memory and whatnot, Pac-Man is 24 kilobytes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, so. the entire game. <laughs> Which back then, it took a, a whole console to uh, store that massive amount of information. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Which you'd think, well, it doesn't really take a lot, you know. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's yeah, just it's the same it's the same maze over and over again and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the same maze over and over again, actually, the uh, there's this really cool website that you should go to and everybody should go to if they haven't already called uh, worldsbiggestpacman.com. dot com. Uh-huh. And it's it's you can go there and you can create your own maze, and. And they put them all together, and you can like scroll through these mazes and pick your own maze, and you can play all these different mazes. And yeah, uh, there's actually like twenty five thousand or more levels made. There's probably way more than that by now. This is I don't know last time they updated this website, but I mean you can go on there and there's tons of different kinds of mazes. You could spend the rest of your life playing different Pac-Man mazes. It's it's crazy. Oh wow, cool. Um, so a little bit more about Pac-Man. Uh, one of the, my favorite things um, about Pac-Man um, was the uh, the cutscenes. I loved the cutscenes as a kid. I uh, did too. That was still my do. favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, my favorite, I think it's the second one, where uh, Pac-Man goes off and uh, the, the ghost is chasing him and the ghost gets caught. On like a stick, and, like snags his uh, snags his outfit, and he just like stops and looks at it. <laughs> it's that was one of my favorite. Shows his leg. It wasn't there one where uh, you know the the ghost chases Pac-Man off the screen, and all of a sudden the ghost comes running back, and uh, Pac-Man's in like a chariot or something <laughs> chasing him. I think he's just a giant chased him. Well, that that's the first one, but uh, like there's several cuts yeah, there's, of that thing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there is one where he's like a chair. I can't remember them all. Yeah, I, it just seems like I remember seeing that one at one time. I think like, I've only I only got to see three or four because I wasn't very good at the game. And here going back playing again, I think I only saw three this last time I played. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's another another little interesting thing that I read. Uh, John Romero, did you know John Romero? He created mm. Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, okay. And. Uh, he actually credited Pac-Man as the game that had the biggest influence on his career. Hmm. And Wolfenstein 3D was actually similar in level design and uh, featured a Pac-Man level from a first-person perspective. Huh. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. I guess it would and, be like that. And Doom, I guess he also created Doom, uh, had a similar emphasis on maze, mazes, power-ups, killing monsters, and reaching the next level. So John Romero... 
uh, created those games thinking about Batman, Pac-Man. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so back on the cutscenes, one more thing. It, it says that it was frequently credited as the first game to feature cut cutscenes in the form of brief comical interludes about Pac-Man and the ghosts chasing each other around during those interludes. Though Space Invaders Part 2 employed a similar technique that same year. So. Hmm. We have Pac-Man to thank for all those uh, hour-long cutscenes on Metal Gear Solid then, right? Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Pac-Man. He was, uh, yeah. Like I said, comic relief. Nothing, you know, when you're nerves and you're sweaty and you're like, you just got chased by a ghost and you're terrified. And uh, you go back and you get to just relax for a second and watch a little comedy. Pac-Man chasing a ghost. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we should probably start talking. We, we, I, I had a feeling we wouldn't talk much about the actual NES version. Because, I mean, it's just basically a, a direct port of the arcade. So it's not that big of a deal that we didn't really talk too much about the NES version. But I guess we should talk about us playing it. I mean, did you play it any of this week? Yeah, you know, I played it a little bit this week, uh, and uh, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not very good at Pac-Man, to be honest with you. <laughs> Pac-Man's kind of an Achilles heel for me, and uh, so I don't really get very far. Yeah, I played it some this week. I don't remember what scores I used to get back. This is probably the first time I've played it in a really long time. I played some Miss Pac-Man recently, but mm-hmm. this it's probably been. Ten years since I played Pac-Man, and I played it this week, and I feel like I got a pretty good score. But I, I imagine I probably got way better scores when I was a kid, because I, I didn't make it very far. I just got a, I got a decent score because I was able to eat all the ghosts almost every time, because yeah. that's how you get speaking all the of, points. Speaking of Miss Pac-Man, wasn't she just wasn't it like the same game, but Pac-Man has a bow on her on his head? Well, I guess. <laughs> if you, if Ms. Pac-Man was actually a hack of the original Pac-Man game. Some company really? some company was famous at the time for going in and hacking the games, mm-hmm. changing them, and actually got in a couple lawsuits. But Ms. Pac-Man, they just took Pac-Man and hacked it and added a bow and added... Eventually, it ended up with different mazes and, like, fruit that actually moved around the maze. And it was a little bit faster... But originally it was yeah. just a it was just a hack of Pac-Man. Huh. Cool. Didn't know that. A lot of people prefer Miss Pac-Man over Pac-Man, but maybe I'm just a sexist. I like Pac-Man better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't really think there's a difference. I mean, is there? Is yeah, there any just a, just a little bit. The maze is different. And I think oh. there's multiple mazes, at least two or three mazes, and. There's a bow. Yeah. So I honestly think I don't think I've ever played Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> well, you should. Maybe you may you may join the Miss Pac-Man camp. Nope. It's almost it's almost like a sequel to Pac-Man. Yeah. And actually, I think Midway America was waiting desperately for a sequel to come out from yeah. Japan. And that's yeah. why that's why Miss Pac-Man kind of started up because they they saw those people doing the hacks and they're like, oh okay, yeah yeah, let's do that. We need a Pac-Man. We need a Pac-Man too. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, the sequels. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We won't we won't get into the sequels. There is another Pac-Man game for the, that came out on the NES called Pac-Mania, 
that we may get into at a much later show if we continue doing this for years to come. I don't really want to play Pac-Mania right now, but no. no. So. so let's talk. Uh, let's talk scores. Okay. Okay. All right. I got a whopping. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. I'm ready. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Forty-two thousand four hundred and forty. Awesome! I was really close to that three million score. That perfect yeah. score. You almost got it. So close! Just a few figures off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. did you did you get a score? I don't have a score, but it was. I win I, again. If I, yeah, you did because if I did have a score, it probably wasn't close to that. Like I said, I'm not good at Pac-Man, so. Okay. Yeah, so I'll I was give just, you Pac-Man. Okay. I mean, I was only just what? What is that? Four or five orders of magnitude below the perfect score, so I feel like I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You multiply them together, and yeah. Right. That's kind of what I'd have to do. I think. And then uh, we got we got some submissions, or we've got one submission so far. Okay. From uh, William Culver from Arcade USA, which yeah. is a pretty which is a pretty cool YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, he let me see if I can pull his score up real quick. I really want to say it because uh, I beat it. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, well. <laughs> Take that, William. Yeah, in your face. Uh, let's see. I don't know. It's 37-something. It's going to take me forever to pull it up. Well, sorry, William. We wanted to give you the credit of being beat by Mike, but... Uh, <laughs> uh. It was 37-something, or maybe it was 39-something. It was really close to mine, just not yeah. quite there. Yeah. So, good try, William. And try again and beat it. You know, I don't... This doesn't have to be the end of it. No, yeah, keep People going. People can continue to attempt my weak high score of 42,000. Keep playing Pac-Man. Yeah, and of course keep playing Pac-Man. Yeah. So I guess that'll pretty much wrap it up. Unless let's yeah. do you want to do a couple more feedbacks real quick. We got a few minutes. We can sure squeeze, yeah. we can we can squeeze in a few feedbacks here. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see here. Um, I'll pull up the retro junkies. You pull up our page if there's anything on. All our right. Page. I think uh, we had. Okay, we already talked about Aaron Hickman's question about uh, whether you, which one you like better. Um, so that's pretty much all we had on the Facebook page, I believe. Okay, well, we've only got like 40-something likes right now, so there's not really a whole yeah, lot of... Yeah, we're still getting out there. But we got a lot of listens from iTunes. So if you guys are listening, hop on the Facebook page. Give us a like and uh, share us, too. Yeah, yeah. please do. That'd be great. And if you want to, write us a review on iTunes. That'd be good, too. Only good reviews. Yeah, we actually got a one-star. I don't know sure where that came from, but thank you, whoever did that. I'm sure you're still listening, but thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Honest, we like honesty, so if you you really think we're a one-star, by all means, give us a one-star. You know what, though? I think that one-star, you know what I think the one-star was? Mario. <laughs> it probably was. Jerk. We're probably gonna get, I'm gonna get another one star Pac Man now. Yeah, yeah. Or, or John. John, if you know John from uh, the Retro Thought Pod, he probably 
Hey, he's probably jealous. He's jealous. <laughs> Throwing a one star on there. Okay, here we go. Okay, Rob from the Retro Junkies said, "Sweet, absolutely support." I emulated once, and ever since, I've been trying to get my hands on the card at the local gaming stores. So he doesn't have it for NES, but he'd like to get it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Rob. It's a good game. I saw, it, I saw it on eBay. It was going. It was, like, really expensive. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, well, mine's from my childhood, but yeah, I think I've seen them go for, like, five bucks. I don't know. I guess really? it depends on which one you're getting. Maybe, yeah. maybe like, the Namco one's really rare or something. I think that's the one I saw. I think the Namco was going for like eighty bucks. Wow. Yeah. So maybe the maybe it's the Namco that's really rare. Just get the ten yeah. gen. It's the same game. Yeah. And if you can't get the black card, because it's cooler. It's not about collectibles. It's about playing the game. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Scott Murphy says I played the infamous twenty six hundred version, which we won't even get into that. But if you played the one on Atari's twenty six hundred, it's it's terrible. <laughs> it's 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 like ranked. <laughs> on a lot of websites as one of the top three worst Atari 2600 games. Really? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Let's see. Eric Mercado says, Ah, yes, Pac-Man during the days when he wore a hat. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Eric Griffin says, Playing Pac-Man on the tabletop in pizza restaurants in the 80s. What fun times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Dennis Kumaki says I only played the one on the Atari on the Atari. Yeah, that's uh and yes, then you're you're doing yourself a disservice. You need to play it on the NES. Yeah the NES is good. Let's see and Bill Su oh man Bill I'm gonna destroy your name. Bill Susinski uh he's the one that actually he also brought up that there was two versions of for the NES, the Namco and the Tengen. And he also says that he had in his collection, uh, both the Tengen Pac-Mans and the Namco, looks like, oh. and the Tengen Miss Pac-Man. So he had quite the collection. So that's yeah, impressive. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much right. wraps this yeah. up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, next week, well, we're going to give you a little few hints throughout the week of uh, what we're going to be doing next week. I think a lot of fans out there are going to be excited about this one. Hopefully, you've been excited about the past two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or maybe you're like, well, finally they're going to talk about a good game. Yeah. Um, and maybe they'll be like, uh, I re- some people are thinking, I really wish it quit with this guest spot thing. It's really, <laughs> it's really silly. It's continuing on. It's continuing on. I like it. Okay. All, All right. right. So here comes the song. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>